Welcome back to the Sudesh podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how the father of Golna, Ghazi Rustam Khan, came to Amritsar to get his money from Guru Hargobind, but was surprised to see that the Guru had brought his daughter Golna there without him knowing. We heard how distraught he was when he met his daughter there, how he went back home in shame. Chapter 25 now begins describing how the Ghazi woke up the next day in the early morning to wash his face. for getting ready to head back to the court of emperor shah jahan where he would ask him for help so he got dressed he headed to the court he walked in seeing the emperor sitting on his throne and bowed down to him greeting him saying salam and then began his request to the emperor saying hargobin that peer of the hindus i wish to speak about him to you that sick horse which you gave me he bought it off me for 10000 but he didn't pay me yet i requested from him many times and even to this date i have not received that amount of money just yesterday i asked him for it again and he didn't pay he's also deluded my daughter he rode out with her they left the city together the kazi was saying this all the while crying very heavily no one in the court really understood what he was saying because he was crying so much shah jahan though just before that kazi came in was yelling at somebody else he was really angry somebody else in the court and his eyes were red with anger he just finished yelling at somebody when that gazi walked in to begin his request the gazi then took off his turban after uh, he said that as a sign of mourning and a, a sign of him being distraught helpless and he said again hargobind has humiliated me in front of the entire world the idiot emperor though shahjan he didn't really even hear or understand anything that the gazi was saying he would just in anger from before and he looked over and he saw that gazi with his turban off and said why are you making such a scene i don't understand anything you're saying you're acting crazy don't come here without your head covered this is not showing adab this is not showing respect you're a smart guy a respectable person have you lost your mind the gazi seeing how angry the emperor was just became quiet wazir khan though he was in the court as well Vizir Khan, the long-standing Sikh of Guru Arjan Dev Ji and Guru Har Gobind, although he was a high minister in the court, he was always helping out and trying to get the best outcome for Sikhs. So we've spoke about him on many episodes before. So he heard this. He was in the court. He walked over to Shah Jahan and said, "Oh, Emperor, listen. What can we all say? This is the dark age, Kaliyug. This is the age of cowards." He has made the life of his daughter so painful and torturous. He didn't get her married uh, even though she's of age and he would beat her daily. She became desperate. She left the house. She roamed around before heading to Amritsar. She was afraid for her life. So she went there. And that's why she hasn't come back. Yet. The house of the guru is forever graceful. Countless men and women go there for help. It's there where they receive daily food from the communal kitchen. there they get clothes and they get places to stay as well this idiot now is coming and yelling about guru hargobin who your father jahangir trusted with his own life amir amir and the other great peers of the muslim community with great adab with great respect they meet with guru hargobin it doesn't behoove you to break ties now to create conflict with 
Guru Hargobind. So don't listen to this guy at all. Look at how small a thing he's bringing up. Listen, we all desire that you are well. We advise you not to do anything related uh, to this issue. Shah Jahan listened to Vizir Khan and said to the Qazi, Do you not feel any shame? It's not right for you to do what you did, to say these type of things in the court, and you kept your daughter in your house unmarried until such a late age. You should not fight with the great fakirs, the great peers. You should always keep great respect for them. If you say anything against them, even something small, you'll have no power against them. They can crush mountains into dust. Now, in the court, you've opened up all this news about your family and the details about your family here. So now you've been dishonored here, humiliated here in this region, and that's going to travel across the world as well. Your daughter left your house, but so has your honor because of your actions against her. If she comes back, will the world say anything different about you? So now be quiet. Don't mention this again. You should repent and regret the actions that you've taken against her. Listening to this, Takazi was just distraught. He lowered his head. He was in such pain. He was thinking that now Shah Jahan has even put a stop to me saying anything. So he placed his turban back on his head and then went home. He was just bewildered on everything that was happening. That the 10,000 that he was owed was not even paid to him. And everyone, he was thinking, everyone's going to think of me as the same as just grass. You know, my standing has lowered so greatly. How will anybody fear or respect me? He's thinking that, you know, I didn't get my money back. My daughter was taken away from me. Guru Hargobind has basically killed me off. Now, I have no remedy for any of this. I can't even get revenge. I can't capture him. I can't kill him. I had full faith in Shah Jahan, and now he's finding fault in me, not Guru Hargobind. What has the divine Khuda done to me? He has placed problems around me on all sides. My whole family now just cries all day. How can I meet with my daughter again? So the Qazi, he was thinking all these things and his heart was just swelling up with pain and anxiety. He was receiving the fruit from his hatred towards the Guru's house. So after this point, he didn't mention it to anybody. He knew that bringing it up would just mark his own humiliation. So Shah Jahan... After hearing the words from Vizir Khan, he was really happy and praised him, saying, Oh, Vizir Khan, you gave me the right advice so that this small issue doesn't turn into something big, like randomly having a fight against the house of the Guru, which would be very dangerous to my health and the health of the empire. The Qazi's actions itself show how he is false, and he wants me to fight with the Guru. What can we get or what do we want fighting with the Guru? We should be afraid of even their word. Wazir Khan heard this and then explained further to Shah Jahan, saying, Everyone desires your well-being, O Emperor Shah Jahan. Listen, your father had close to him Chandu, who always tried to deceive him. He taught your father to hate the Guru's house, and that's why the Guru was sent to the Gwalior Fort. And he spent 40 days there, after which your father started to see vicious tigers at night. He would get extremely afraid and wouldn't sleep. But when he would remember Guru Hargobind, the Guru would come quickly and protect him, stopping both tigers. When the Guru was called to leave the fort, there were many kings there as well who were imprisoned. The Guru rejected the offer, saying he would only leave if he brought these kings out with him. And that's how the Guru finally came out, bringing with him those kings. 
You can see how important it must have been for your father to bring him out if it required that all these 52 imprisoned kings would be released. And your father called him out with great respect. Whatever the Guru requested from him, your father fulfilled with great respect. So to create conflict with them, Guru Hargobind, that would not be a good idea. The Kazi is just saying to do something because he's stupid. He's lost all of his honor. Why would we do anything that he says? Whatever he's done, he's receiving the fruit of that now. So Vizir Khan said this to Shah Jahan and then moved on to other matters. No one else ever brought that up again in the court. Vizir Khan was really smart though and he wanted to convey to the Guru that all was well. So he wrote down on a letter that all is well and they will not be sending an army to Amritsar. So a messenger from Lahore went and delivered that to Amritsar. Meanwhile, in Amritsar, the Sikhs there were very eagerly awaiting for the army to come from Lahore so they could battle with them, thinking that, oh, the Qazi is going to send an army via Shah Jahan. The emperor would listen to the Qazi. They were thinking that they would just then decimate the emperor's troops. They understood Guru Hargobind not to be one to retreat or to give up. Meanwhile, not everybody in the, in the community thought this way. The Masans, the community leaders of different regions of the Sikhs, they were thinking, yikes, this is going to be a big problem and there is going to be a war here. So they went to Guru Hargobind's mother, Mata Gangaji, and said to her, no one out of us agrees that going to war with the Mughals would be advisable. And Guru Hargobind did not do the Qazi right. He treated him improperly. He laughed at him and dishonored him when he came here. So now the Qazi is going to go back to the emperor and bring an army against us. When that massive army comes against us, the Guru will stand and fight at the forefront. But look, we have no land assigned to us. We have no kingdom. We have no large army like them. How can we match against them? We would have to leave this city. This city, the city of Guru Ramdas, our great elder. If we leave here now, will we ever retain control of this spot again? Mata Gangaji heard this, and in a certain sadness and a certain sense of regret, she said, There's nothing we can do. The five Gurus before him were extremely peaceful in their way of spreading Sikhi. This Guru has created a Thakat, a throne, strapped himself with weapons. It was inevitable that there would be a war. I tried many times trying to tell him, saying, Oh son, this doesn't suit you as Guru to do. He would reply to me saying, Well, he has no control over this matter. And if he did have control, he would change this. My son though, he is wise in all aspects. But if we do go to war, then great problems will arise. Now, only he can change things. Nothing is going to change with me saying anything. You should go and try to explain to him on behalf of me to convince him against war. Go on my behalf and say that going to war is not right. So the Masans, hearing this, they all left with their hands clasped with respect for Mata Gangaji. They all came to go see Guru Hargobind. They sat down. They were getting ready to say something to Guru Hargobind. But at that moment, the messenger from the Mughal court came, the one that Mazid Khan had sent. Guru Hargobind was looking over at the Masans who were just sitting down, getting ready to say something. Then he looked over at that messenger. The messenger handed a letter to a close Sikh who then read it out for the entire court. Everyone heard the news from Vizir Khan that no army would be coming and everybody was 
delighted and extremely relieved. They then sent that news over to Mata Gangaji. She thought this was amazing news and was really happy. Everyone who was worried, they were relieved now. They were thinking, awesome, we'll be able to maintain and live in Amritsar without any problems. So great cheers of excitement were now sounding off. And Ardadas was performed within Harmandar Sahib. Some people were making great amounts of prashad saying, our problems have now been nipped in the bud. They would then bow down to Guru Hargobin saying, everything Guru Hargobin is in your hands, you can do anything. And that's how chapter 25 concludes. This basically wraps up the stories associated with Kolan. We will now be heading into the stories related to Guru Hargobin's second marriage with Mata Nanaki. So that's where we'll be picking up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangla Jaran Patreon page. Sir, <laughs> <laughs>